What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Baseball Connection. So we are going to discuss the World Baseball Classic rosters. They've been announced. We know who's going to be playing in the World Baseball Classic next month. We already had an idea who some of these players were going to be, but let's kind of go into this in detail. So before we get started, let's kind of just talk about who are the teams in this WBC. You have 20 teams, okay, 20 teams, and that's going to include Chinese Taipei, Netherlands, Cuba, Italy, Panama, Japan, Korea, Australia, China, Czech Republic, USA, Mexico, Colombia, Canada, Great Britain, Puerto Rico, Venezuela, Dominican Republic, Israel, and last but not least, Nicaragua. So, so what are we dealing with here? Of course, you can't necessarily, or well, we could, but I don't think it's worth naming every single player on every single team, but we can kind of talk about the outlook for each team, or not each team, for the teams that are making the most noise so far because of the rosters. If you begin with the United States, so... Play begins on March 11 for Pool C in Phoenix, Arizona. So USA has had to wait six years to defend their title. They won the championship in 2017. And interestingly enough, that year's MVP, Marcus Stroman, is now representing Puerto Rico instead. But Team USA has always been strong. This year they have all-stars and silver sluggers at nearly every position. They have a 2022 NL MVP. That's Paul Goldschmidt. He's playing first base. You have Nolan Arenado across the diamond, you know, Cardinals teammates. Then they have JT Realmuto catching and an outfield of Mookie Betts, Cedric Mullins, Mike Trout, and Kyle Tucker. They have more all-stars on this roster, but I mean, at this point, you don't really have enough positions to hold those all-stars. Some guys are going to have to come off the bench. Typically, pitching is the hardest to to come up with, you know, it's hard to fill rotation spots for the world baseball class because their fear of preseason arm injuries, but you do have some notable names here. You have Clayton Kershaw, you have Lance Lynn, Adam Wainwright, and Nestor Cortez. These guys are going to be pitching for the USA. And quite frankly, the expectation for the United States is win or bust. Otherwise it's going to be considered a disappointment if they're not playing in the championship. If we go to Mexico, so the Mexican team is led by Dodgers starter Julio Arias. He's won 37 games with a 2.57 ERA over the past two seasons. And he really wanted to play. He was one of the first to raise his hand, apparently. Then you have Jose Urquidy, Patrick Sandoval, and Taiwan Walker. These guys offer plenty of depth in their rotation. And then the lineup does feature a lot of big league talent. Alejandro Kirk, Red Sox outfielder Alex Verdugo, Brewers infielder Luis Arias. And most surprisingly, they have Randy Rosarena. So Randy Rosarena is Cuban, but Rosarena actually lived in Mexico after defecting from Cuba and played in the Mexican League. And his daughter was born in Mexico, so he was able to get residency and became a Mexican citizen just last year, which means he can now represent the country. And look out for Oliver Perez, the 41-year-old Southpaws listed on their pitching pool. So he's eligible to be added to the team late. This dude has been playing in the big leagues for a minute now. 
if we look at Canada, so in 2017, Canada barely hit. They only hit 155. They failed to homer. And they do have a couple big names as far as hitters who are unavailable. Josh Naylor and Joey Votto can't play due to injury. But they do have Freddie Freeman, Cardinals outfielder Tyler O'Neill. And, you know, these guys should perform better than they did six years ago. After all, O'Neill was just 22 at the time. And Freeman has obviously won an MVP since then. And obviously, we know what he can do. The rotation's getting a lift, too. They have Nick Bavetta and Cal Quantrill to join a veteran pitching staff of guys like Matt Brash and John Axford. Unfortunately, Michael Soroka, who hasn't pitched since 2020 due to injury, he's not going to be available this year. Now, that would have been that would have been pretty cool to see him pitch, but he's not going to be available. Let's take a look at Great Britain. So this is an interesting one, right? So their, their star is Mariners' number one prospect, Harry Ford. And... He hasn't played in the big leagues yet, but he went 5 for 11 with three home runs during the qualifier. And then they have a, a mix of veteran major leaguers like Trace Thompson, Vance Worley, and some young prospects like Lucius Fox, Deshaun Knowles, and guys like that. Some interesting names. And sometimes you wonder what is their connection to Great Britain, but then you have to remember some of these Caribbean islands have those ties. That's just the way it is. If you take a look at Puerto Rico, this this team is loaded. They're going to see their biggest stars return from that 2017 team. That 2017 team lost in the championship game for the second straight WBC, but they had Javi Baez and Francisco Lindor in the infield and Edwin Diaz closing out games. So shortstop Carlos Correa is actually going to miss this tournament because he has a new child due to be born in March. But they still have you know Javi Baez and Francisco Lindor. Yadi Molina is not going to be playing because he just retired. He's going to be in the manager's office. But Marcus Stroman is on the roster. Now, that's interesting. You know, his mother's Puerto Rican. So he he pitched for USA the last time around. And this time he's going to be pitching for Puerto Rico. So you have Stroman and Jose Barrios leading the rotation. We take a look at Venezuela. So Venezuela had the debate all winter long about whether... Ronald Acuna Jr.'s injury history would prevent him from playing, but the Braves have been pleased with his offseason progress, and he is set to play in the tournament. So you have Acuna, Jose Altuve, Salvador Perez, Miguel Cabrera. So Miguel Cabrera is actually one of the few players to appear in every World Baseball Classic. We remember, we have to remember, the WPC started in 2006. There have only been a few, 06, 09, then it was 2013, 2017. And then now it's going to be 2023. So Miggy has played in every single one. And he, he he's going to play in this one as well. Then you have Luis Arias, David Peralta, Anthony Santander. These guys are joining for the first time. And pitching may even be a strength of Venezuela because they have Eduardo Rodriguez and Pablo Lopez at the front of the rotation with Ranger Suarez expected to relief. And then you have the Dominican Republic. So... Nelson Cruz is is a DH on this team, but he's also the general manager. Okay, but as a general manager, he has he has a lot of weapons. You have Rafael Devers and Manny Machado. Both these guys are going to split time at third base. Then you have Julio Rodriguez in center field with Eloy Jimenez and Juan Soto. You have Vlad Guerrero Jr. I mean this this lineup is insane. I mean, I, I think you're gonna, ha- you have to find a way to have both Devers and Machado in the lineup, which means that 
one of these guys is going to DH for sure. Vlad will probably play first. You know, I could see Julio in center, Juan Soto in right. And then left field, you could have someone like Starling Marte, for example. Then you look at the rotation. The rotation looks just as strong as the offense. You have the reigning National League Cy Young winner in Sandy Alcantara at the front of their staff. Then you have Christian Javier. And then you have you know, a veteran like Johnny Cueto and a young Pirates fireballer, Rowan C. Contreras. So these are some of the highlights. This is what we're going to see. You know, I have circled some games already. March 11 in Miami, it's going to be Venezuela versus the Dominican Republic. You know, that's a big game. March 12 in Phoenix, it's the United States versus Mexico. That's going to be a big game. You know, these are going to be primetime TV spots for sure. It's going to be fun. The WBC is always a lot of fun. It's always a lot of energy. You know, there's definitely way more energy in the crowd than we see at a typical Major League Baseball game because you see the different cultures come together, especially with the Latin teams. If you ever, for example, watch, let's say, a Dominican Winter League game, you know that they have, you know, Vuzelas in the crowd and it's a very raucous environment. And they bring that, these fans bring that to the WBC. So I'm definitely excited to see that. Same thing with, you know, the fans out in, in East Asia, like in Japan. And for example, we're in, in Taiwan, you're going to see a lot of, a lot of, uh, engagement from the fans. So that's what's going on. That's what we're, we're going to be seeing in the WBC. In other news, you know, a couple other things to announce. The Astros have signed Christian Javier to a five year extension. I just talked about Christian Javier. He's going to be pitching for the Dominican Republic. They just locked him up to a five year, $64 million guarantee. This dude is one of the most underrated pitchers in baseball. I've been saying this for a few months now. Extremely underrated. Doesn't really get that much publicity. He's going to be, he's only 25. So you know, he's going to be 26 next month. Still a young player. They signed him as an 18 year old out of the Dominican Republic. And at the time, you know, he was two years older than the t- typical international amateur signing. They gave him a $10,000 bonus because he wasn't really a, a big name prospect. And the fact that he even made the majors from those beginnings, that is a testament to his progression and also a testament to the Astros strong pitcher development staff. He's performed at an above average level, essentially since day one in the big leagues, he broke in with 54 innings of 3.48 ERA ball in the pandemic shortened season. So, I mean, if you look at his career, he carries a 3.05 ERA and a 31% strikeout rate through 304 innings. So we saw him pitch in the World Series. We saw him outpitch Aaron Nola with six innings of no-hit ball in the World Series. And then three relievers close out the second no-hitter in MLB postseason history. And even the series which Houston would go on to take in six games. So we just saw him pitch really well in the Fall Classic. So shout out to him. Congrats to him for securing that bag. And he's, he's financially secure for life. Absolutely. So going from 10, a $10,000 signing at age 18 to, you know, at age 25, signing a $64 million guarantee is pretty solid. And that's what, that's what happens. They'll reward you if you pitch well in the big leagues. The Padres have also signed you Darvish to an extension. So we obviously know who you Darvish is. It's a six year deal, 108 million guaranteed. So it's actually, stacking onto his current contracts. So since he had already been under contract for 18 million in 2023, it's five years and 90 million in new money. So basically it's going to keep him 
in San Diego through the 2028 season. And that's interesting, right? Because he will turn 42 about six weeks before the contract ends. So there's definitely risk here. He's had injuries in the past, but the Padres are just, you know, they're just uh, locking up a good talent because it's relatively cheap. It's a relatively cheap deal. I mean, five years, 90 million in new money. That's, that's not, that's not going to break the bank. I mean, you're talking about 18 million a year for sure. And for a guy who has a lot of upside and when healthy is really good. I mean, if you look at 2022, his age 35 season, he threw 194 and two thirds innings with a 3.1 ERA. That's eating up a lot of innings, you know, not giving up a lot of runs, great strikeout to walk rate. And his fastball velo, 95 miles an hour was actually the second best of his career. And the innings pitch were the second highest single season total he's logged since signing with the Rangers back in 2012. So great deal for the Padres, great deal for you, Darvish. And that's, that's what we're going to see more of you in San Diego this season. So that's going to do for today, folks. If you enjoyed this, please share with someone who'd be interested and we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.